Welcome to the world of Pokemakers. I'm Professor Fierce. And I'm Professor Fierce. But if that's too confusing, you can call us... JD. And Alex. For some people, Pokemon are pets. Others use them for battles. We're here to create all new Pokemon. And a world for them to inhabit. Last time, we didn't create any Pokemon or a world for them to inhabit. We just talked about the characters of Pokemon North and South and the Pokemon they would use on their in-game teams. Yeah! What are we talking about today? Today, we're talking about the teams you and I and many listeners would use on their playthroughs of Pokemon North and South. But before that, breaking news! Uh? More Pokemon Scarlet and Violet news, and it's spooky! <laughs> a dog! Grievard! Grievard! A shaggy dog that buries itself in the ground and has a candle on its head that sticks out of the ground. The candle kind of looks like a bone? Yeah. And I thought maybe it would become ghost ground? Well, yeah, because here's the thing, it's another pure ghost type. There are a lot of pure type Pokemon in Paldea right now. I wonder if that's because of the terrestrialized thing. It just makes it simpler to have more maybe single type Pokemon. I'm personally hoping that Grievard will evolve into a ghost ground dog because of the berries itself thing. It seems like that would fit. And then the candle kind of looks like a bone, so mm. then it can have those ground bone moves. Today, we are talking about the teams you and I would use in our playthroughs of Pokemon North and South, as well as the teams used by listeners. I think we should go over to Trainer's Choice. Whoa! I think we should start with the gym leaders. Alrighty then. Well, there are two that we actually put out on Twitter earlier, so we can start with those. First up is Carmel, creator of Captain Peg. Carmel's team for when Carmel, not Captain Peg, plays through Pokemon North and South. Leviathan, Maramorb, Oplamum, Slammon, Trizard, and Rocketillo. Nice. So, let's go into a couple things here. Several of our gym leaders, as we'll see, have their signature Pokemon on their team. Yeah, the one that they made. Carmel does not. Carmel does not. Carmel doesn't have have any member of that line, which is interesting because they're a water type line and she does have three water types on her team. <laughs> she had to draw the line somewhere. <laughs> It's also fascinating to see how people construct their teams. Like, yeah. do they just pick ones that they like, or do mm-hmm. they go for strengths and weaknesses and type balances? Yeah. And clearly, she just picked ones that she liked. Yeah, some people definitely did that more than others. I think, I think everyone has picked exclusively Aussie and Pokemon. No one has picked sure. the older Pokemon we just added to the Pokedex. Yeah. And I know that you and I are the same on, where first time playing through a new game, you want to use the new Pokemon. Yeah, yeah. Which, not everyone's like that. Most people did choose a starter for their team. Yeah. That's not necessarily the case. Ooh, we should take a tally on the starters and mm. see who is the most popular. Carmel does have Leviathan, who is a pirate. Yeah. So there's like a little, it's like a little... A little bit of a nod towards that direction. Yeah. It makes me happy as well seeing the range of Pokemon following Carmel. It only makes sense that we go to Sam's team, creator of Sam. <laughs> Sam is the creator of Sam. For Sam's starter, we've got Unicone. After that, we've got Go-Goat, then Orcrook, Slammon, Trizard, and Leaf Frog. So so Slammon and Trizard on both of those teams. Yeah. Which I think Slammon might be my absolute favorite Aussie and Pokemon. Yeah. I adore, like the design of it is so good. Yeah. The flavor of it. Haha, <laughs> Salmon flavor. <laughs> it is one that I'm pretty attached to. It's really cool. Also, Small Fry. Yeah. Is adorable. And now that Splatoon 3 has come out and you have a Small Fry <laughs> companion, obviously you got to make sure we're clear. It's Aussie and Go-Goat. So it's the Ice Rock version. Yeah, yeah. And I love that one as well. That, that one's also one that I really like. That might be one of my favorite Alcyon regional variants. That's one of my favorite pieces of art that I did. Yeah. Leaf Frog I've grown a bit more attached to. Two grass types on that team. Mm. And two water types. Orcrook <laughs> and Slammon. 
Orcrook. I'm surprised that anyone liked Orcrook. I ended up not really liking Orcrook. Yeah, it was kind of a weird one. It was yeah. like kind of middle of the pack and like... Yeah, so I'm glad someone out there loves it. There were a lot of good ideas there. The concepts behind it are great. Like yeah. the mafia-esque, like the tie yeah, is I part think, of it. I think I just didn't really like how the art turned out. Yeah, I get that. I was trying something different and mm. it, it didn't quite work. Mm. Oh, also just to note again, Carmel also had two dragon types in the team. Carmel did not care about type no. balance or anything that's, at all. That's fine. I know it is, absolutely. I think you and I try and have more type balanced teams than I, a lot of people Yeah, do. I try to type balance my team. Yeah, I think that's neat. Let's talk about Gwen's team next. Gwen, of course, the caretaker of the abandoned and lost. All those <laughs> sweet Pokemon who just didn't get the love they need. Let's see who she's got on her team. We've got Carflare, Maramorb, Claysome, Buzzy, Orcrook, and Taxileep. Gwen's the first person who's gone for a legendary Pokemon yeah. on her team. Another Orcrook. Another well. Orcrook. Maramorb being on so many teams doesn't surprise me. <laughs> People like Maramorb. Maramorb is good. <laughs> Gwen is the first gym leader to have included her signature Pokemon on her team. Mm. And Playsome, I think, is going to show up a lot. I have a, f- I have a feeling that Playsome is going to be on a lot of teams. Playsome is Playsome. a very good one. Playsome or a Playmum, I think, is is one of those fan favorite types. Yeah. Tax. <laughs> being the legendary Pokemon Gwen's going for as well. Going through that list, for the most part, they're fairly cutesy Pokemon. So like, Taxi yeah. does feel like that. Yeah, Although, yeah. then there is Orcrook. Yeah. Like, okay. <laughs> Just the killer whale, I guess. Yeah, to protect all the little ones. <laughs> and it's not like that's picked to try and balance out the team or anything, because that's the second water type and the second dark type on the team. So it's yeah. just there because Gwen really likes Orcrook. So. I'm glad people like Oh, yeah. It. Every individual Pokemon that people have picked is like, oh, you like that one. Oh, I'm so yeah. glad. <laughs> Especially ones that I was less confident on. Yeah. It's like the concept was good enough that yeah. something translated through. Mm-hmm. Okay, who's next? Let's go with Tom. Okay, tell me about Tom's team. Tom's team is Pixahedragon, Topoltigo, Corviknight, Furious, Doomatol, and a Preserker I traded to get. Not our Preserker. Okay, Galarian, Galarian Preserker. Which seems th- obvious when you're reading it on Discord and you're seeing Tom's profile image. It's one of his top Pokemon. Which is Galarian Preserker. For what it's worth, I believe in Pokemon Sun and Moon and Pokemon Sword and Shield, if a regional variant Pokemon was there, the original version was also in the Pokedex. And even in Pokemon Let's Go Pikachu and Eevee, mm. all the regional variants, I think, were in that one. Yeah, so that's fun. Also, Corviknight. Yeah, I think Corviknight's an interesting choice because it's not in the game. <laughs> 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 so that's not a legal choice, I'm afraid. I don't know what he meant there, but... <laughs> Tom? Tom is our first trainer to not have a starter Pokemon. Yeah, no starter, but did choose his signature Pokemon. Chose his signature Pokemon and his brother's. Aww. <laughs> Aww, Tom! <laughs> Cute. Also a legendary again. We've got yeah, Topol to go this Topol time. Topol to go, which is a cool pick. And Furious. Furious is great. Furious is great. Furious feels like a late game Pokemon. Yeah, oh, for sure. But it would be like a very good one. Here's the thing. Our ice types are amazing. Yeah. And that's on purpose because it's my favorite and yeah. I love them and I made them all good. Yeah. Which I'll talk about when we talk about my teams. <laughs> also, three steel types if we're counting Corviknight. <laughs> 
which if you're gonna choose one type is one of the strong ones to go for it's a very yeah. strong defensive type yeah okay let's have a look at john's team john has got Woofrost, repointer rocketillo ferrano beavern and leviathan with a comment at the end saying i like dogs because That's fair. john has made sure to get both of our dog pokemon dogs good correct correct dogs good very good both good puppies one scrungly and one playful and you get you yeah. got a pretty puppy and you got a rough pup ferrano to john again has got his signature pokemon on his team and this one does look a, quite a bit more type balance let's see what is that water dragon fire grass steel rock flying dark psychic ice yeah no type overlap in that yeah that's pretty good beavern's a fun one yeah <sighs> just the story you know just the yeah. origin behind oh, it yeah i really love that one yeah it's one of <sighs> I might have expected John to go for Milia or Kapinki. Oh, yeah. Because it was sort of tied into his gym. Yeah. But, you know, it wasn't for him. He just wants to eat the mushrooms. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) Well, there's only one more gym leader before we do our own teams. Let's talk about Mike. And Mike, Mike has given us some prep and some explanation behind his choices. So, Mike did say, looks like I'll be playing North because Beavern is very good. I almost put that little guy on my team, except he chose Carflare, Flammable, Incinitor as his starter by Furious, Rocketillo, Remongrel slash Repointer, Grungetal slash Doomital, Pixagon slash Pixahedragon. Hey, there's a pattern there between Mike and Tom's teams. He also picked his brothers! (laughs) Tom and Mike are big softies who play with their brother's Pokemon. Oh, that's really sweet, guys. (laughs) Or they're being brothers and stealing each other's toys. (laughs) Both good. So Mike's also given us some notes on his team. Mm-hmm. Quote, I tried to have a little bit of consideration for typing, but a lot of it was just based on Pokemon that I liked for whatever reason. Super valid. Yeah. Like, I think that's what most people have done. Like Furious, because I'm from Maine. <laughs> Grungetal slash Doomital, because that's my boy there. <laughs> Pixagon, it's so friggin' adorable. The concept with Remongrel slash Repointer is just so good, I couldn't not. And, like, Rocketillo just looks like he's having fun, you know? Yeah. And also, I had to go with Carflare, the starter that I correctly called as being a fire cow from the preview silhouette. Carflare is an adorable little dummy baby, and I don't care about anything else. <laughs> Valid. Yeah. Rocketillo showing up a bit more than Rocketillo I might have expected. Rocketillo showing up a bit, yeah. yeah. I think it's fun, but to me it's the kind of fun that, like, oh, I like that, it would be fun to see that in the anime, but that doesn't really grab me. Yeah. Yeah, it's also not one that I was particularly drawn to. Yeah, it's kind of like more Pika. It's got a bit of a Pika clone feel to it. Almost, yeah. Like similar size, similar sort of coloring. Mm -hmm. And like, they're fun, but I don't usually want to play with those ones in my in-game team. No, not typically. But that's cool. Yeah, and I'm glad other people like them. Yeah. This is just a whole episode of like validation. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) Yeah, we just go through and be like, oh, you like that one? Oh. (laughs) Okay, that's it for all of our gym leader guests. Let's move on to some other folks. Let's keep it going in network for the time being. Okay. Let's talk about Britty's team because Britty's team is it's a team. Britty, of course, the head of the Poker Podcast Network who um, hasn't guested on this show yet and yet knows almost as much about Pokemon as your average middle-ages peasant. <laughs> almost. Not quite. She's maybe heard of Pikachu. Britty has chosen Twymoth. Uh-huh. Taxileep. Uh-huh. Spookoom. Uh-huh. Electroplasm, Crypta, and Skelio. Okay, so spooky. And I just, yeah, I, I want to, let's, we just, like, I want to deep dive into Britty's psyche right now. <laughs> Britty has chosen three legendary Pokemon. And then just some spooky. Yeah, there spooky are a total friends. of four ghost types, because all of her non-legendary Pokemon are ghost types. Skelio, Crypta, and Electroplasm. Yeah, and then also Spookoom. Just a spooky, creepy team for Britty. I mean, 
It's a vibe. Yeah, huh? I get it. Of course you do. I get it. She picked your foot. <laughs> I'm glad someone picked the foot. <laughs> Vindication! <laughs> someone picked the foot. It was worth it. From Britty, we should cut over to Lachlan, mm-hmm. host of Ghoul Tank. Yes. Who you might expect to be quite interested in cryptids. A podcast about creating cryptids. Yeah, he must also have the spooky team, You right? might think he'd be interested in the, the cryptid Pokemon that we made, very explicitly. You know, the Mothman, the Jackalope. Bigfoot. And the Bigfoot. Yeah. Lachlan's team is six so play mum. Okay, that's also extremely bad, though. <laughs> I have a feeling Lachlan is also not as into the Pokemans. Mm. So just picked six possums to play dead. I mean... Alex, I've just told us two teams, so why don't you tell us about the team of my very good friend, Chris? Okay. Chris's team consists of Leviathan, Furious, Perthworm, Magmore, Flammaroon, and Ferrano. Chris, I think, plays very similarly to us in general in the playing through the game, finding the Pokemon, wanting to have just one of each type where possible. Yeah. Although he did end up with two dragon types in his team. Dragon is his favorite. Yeah, I know that dragon is his favorite. So So the fact that he limited himself to only two dragons <laughs> and two of the least dragony dragons. Yeah. You know, Le- props. Leviathan and Leviathan and Perthworm. Perthworm. That's the first Perthworm that showed up again. I yeah. lo- I'm glad that someone's like that one. It's and Magmore. Yeah, lots of first-time choices on here. Also, Flammaroon. Is Magmore the first one that hasn't had art that we've talked about? Ooh. Woodfrost didn't have art itself. Well, a Pokemon in the line did, and I guess that's what I mean. Yeah, I think so, actually. That's very interesting. Yeah, I think a lot of people are more drawn to the Pokemon once they've seen them, which I I completely understand. Completely valid, yeah. But it's nice to know that it didn't need to have the art in order to get picked. And it's also interesting, because not everyone necessarily is stalking or Twitter looking at art. Chris definitely doesn't look at Twitter. Yeah. Also Flammaroon. Oh, Flammaroon doesn't have art either. Yeah, also here. Nice. Yeah. Great team. I like it. Who's up next, Alex? We have an audio submission. Ooh. (laughs) The following audio comes to us from Buttons. Hi, this is Buttons. I figured since you've mentioned me a few times, I should go ahead and do an audio recording of my team for you. Uh, So I went with a sort of mix of Pokemon that I just really liked the look of and Pokemon that I tend to take on my team with me for various reasons. Uh, So I began with uh, the Olsean Berserker. Really love the witch. I went with Gladent because Pupsur was adorable and I wanted to have the higher evolution of that. Uh, Sandshrew specifically. I always have a Sandshrew with me whenever I can. Uh, Flareon has just always been my partner. It reminds me of a very dear friend of mine. Uh, I went with a Olsean Go-Goat. Very nice little mountain goat. Love him. And Flygon. Flygon is my favorite dragon Pokemon and can't do a Pokemon game without a dragon. Thank you for doing such a wonderful job with your season and can't wait to listen to season two. Thank you so much, Thank Button. you so much. Ah, ah, okay. <laughs> One thing I did note, another team that has got some older Pokemon on it, but Buttons yeah. has made sure they are all in the Pokedex. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I appreciate the ones that are like, this is a Pokemon that I always have yeah, on my team in, I in every game. I get that, of course. That's really sweet. Yeah. And I'm glad that we could facilitate some of that. <laughs> like, yeah. I'm glad that those were there for you. Sand true. 
<laughs> JD has a soft spot for Sandshrew. Alolan, Sandshrew, and Sandslash are my two favorite Pokemon of all time. I, I love them so much. When I was a kid, Sandshrew was my favorite Pokemon. You know, when I was a kid, I was big into the Pokemon card game. I don't have most of my Pokemon cards here with me now, but I do have my many, 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 many copies of Sandshrew because I collected so many copies of this card for no reason. I just decided I will get this one. I will trade cards to get more of this one. I don't know what drew me to it at the time, but Sandshrew, it's great. Yeah. Flygon is underrated, for yeah. sure. As far as dragons go, yeah. I think Flygon's probably one of my favorites. Yeah, choosing Pup Terrain Gladden did make me realize that John did technically miss a dog from his team, because we got a puppy. <laughs> we, we do got we, a, we, a we pup. Got, we've got we a got dogfish. I got a shark pup. Pupspa is so adorable. Yeah. I'm not particularly keen on its evolutions. Mm. I just want Pupspa. <laughs> I wouldn't want it to evolve. <laughs> I'd just be like, yeah, it's my baby. You'd be like um, Sonya with Yamper. Yeah. Actually, all like me with Yampa. Because <laughs> I adore Yampa and Bolton is also a Pokemon. I like Bolton. It's the thing. fine. I evolved my Yampa in the game. But Bolton's just... It, it's not as good, but... Yampa! It's still, it's still a good dog. Yampa! Pups was very good. And the two regional forms... Yeah, again, some of my favorites of the regional forms. Go-Go, so good, so solid. And yeah. Meowth. I love the different take on Meowth. Blake Kit. Blake Kit. <laughs> Thank you so much, Buttons. Yeah, so thank you so that It's so good. All right, who else we got? Up next, we've got Dorkside. Mm. <laughs> Dorkside has chosen Incinator. Nice. Smorish. Kapinky. And now saying that out loud, it's just Davinky. I know, I think that every Kapinky. time. Kapinky. Slammon. Fruibat. Another one with Ooh. no art. And Ferrano. Nice. Ferrano showing up a fair bit as well now. Yeah. Like quite a few Ferrano yeah. picks. Yeah. This and is the first Kapinky too. That's the first Kapinky and the first Smorish. Yeah. So t another couple of this like, is such a cute, like, little camping team. Yeah, this is very foresty. I can just... This is a cottagecore team. <laughs> yeah, that's a good way to think about it. I can see this team just sitting around a campfire right? in the Lavington Forest. You get a cute little cow. Yeah, you got the cow having a it's little It's kind of like nap. a little farm. Yeah. A little farm camping. Little marshmallows and mushrooms hanging out. Slamming it, like, sitting in a nearby river. Fruibat yeah. hanging from a tree. Ferrano chasing Kapinky. It's great. The whole team has just, like, a dynamic. It has, it has a vibe. Yeah. This it is has... a big fire team. Mm, yeah. In Senator and Samorish and then Slammon in its river form. Yeah. She don't see too much of because I think most regions don't have a lot of fire because it's yeah. like, you know, fire is not the most common thing in nature or whatever. It's like yeah. the idea. But fire's weaknesses to rock and ground covered by Slammon. Yeah. And then to water, Ferrano's got you there. So yeah, you've got something to take out your weaknesses at least. So yeah. Yeah. Our next team comes to us from Tired and Wired. They've started with Pino, Smorish, Rumongrel, Smilokit, Ulcine Ditto and Colonus. So that's the first one with a version mascot, which I think is interesting. We've, yeah. we've had a few legendary picks, but not with the mascots yet. Yeah. Which are usually, I think, if you're gonna use a legendary, that's you're usually gonna go with the mascot. Now, usually. I yeah. guess the cryptid ones have sort of been a bit more resonant with people. Yeah. But I, I do adore Strix and Colonus. Colonus, especially. I preferred the concept for Strix less, but the art on Colonus came out so good. Yeah. The turtle shell patterning on the astrolabe. Yeah. So. I still think that both of those are a little bit bit too complex in, but they're regards, legendaries. in regards to their art. I, I just, no, that's mm, that's how they're supposed to be. I think they're a bit much. First Smilokit showing up. Yeah. And I'll see in Ditto. Yeah. Again, I'm glad someone picked that one because of my goofy gag art for so it. So good. Ditto is not a Pokemon that you tend to pick on a playthrough team. You'll pick mm. it in like a battle tower kind of situation where you like get a random Pokemon. What else we got? Up next would be Neon, who's picked Leviathan, Wifrost, Pixahedragon, Magmore, also and Berserker and I'll see in Zatu. Ooh. 
That's our first OC in Zatu. That one, I think, is my favorite piece of art. It doesn't look particularly Pokemon, but it still reads <laughs> as Pokemon, and it's much more in my own style than me trying to force the Pokemon style. Hmm. I think we've ended up with a bit more type overlap, and I think that's partly because I haven't checked into this, but seeing the new Pokemon for Scarlet and Violet makes me realize Pokemon has a lot more single-type Pokemon, and I don't know if that's just this generation feeling like that, or that's just the Pokemon revealed so far, or if it is the case in general in the games, mm. that there are more single-type Pokemon than we've made, but I think maybe we've got more than average dual-type Pokemon. Sure, but dual-type Pokemon are more interesting. Oh, I agree, <laughs> but that means that you're more likely to get that overlap. Oh, sure. If you have six dual-type Pokemon, that would be 12 out of 18 types. Yeah. But to get the right balance and get the cool and interesting Pokemon you want to use, you might not make it. Whereas personally, I use that to my advantage. When I do a playthrough, I try to have the most type coverage as possible, mm -hmm. so I will only have maybe one overlapping type. Yeah. Our final submitted team comes to us from T-Witch Gremlin, who gives us Ulsean Meowth, Twymoth, Playsome, Snipiper, Repointer, and Beavern. Our first Snipiper, and I think Snipiper was a last minute addition or replacement to their team when the art for it came out. I originally had had Pixagon on the team and Snipiper stole that spot. <laughs> Pixagon <laughs> also a popular choice though. Yeah. There's no starter here again, but there is another legendary, Twymoth. Mm -hmm. Oh yeah, Mothman would definitely be a popular one. I think all of the cryptid ones yeah. were quite popular. Yeah. Because this is an American region and most of our listeners are American. There's a familiarness there. Yeah. They just resonate a bit more with people. Another cat and dog though, I'll see in Meowth and Repointer. Nice. Beavern. Beavern's back. Play some. Oh, it's just like a team of just little guys. Just little critters. Just little like, the kind of ones that you feel like you should be the unpopular ones. And yeah. they're the ones that become popular as a lot. You know, your Mimikyu kind of deal. Yeah. That in flavor and in lore, it's like, no, people don't like this because I'll see in Meowth is unlucky and Repointer is gruff and scruffy and Play some is annoying and screaming. But no, they're so good. They're, they're my, all babies. My little critters, and I love them. Baby, 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 baby yeah. Pokemon. Pokemon. <laughs> Thank you so much, everyone who sent us your teams. Yeah, it's awesome to see which Pokemon grab people. This feels like a very collaborative community kind of thing. It's and I, that's, nice. that's what I love about it. And like, that's what keeps us energized about this show. And, and it's like, just the whole, that's, you know, that's the world of Pokemon. It's the world of Pokemon. But we still got a few more teams to go through, Alex. Oh. Oh. We haven't said the Pokemon that you and I will use. Yeah. Which of our precious babies... <laughs> We must choose. Because here's the thing. Did you know when you make the Pokemon, you get more attached to them? When you make like 130 Pokemon. <laughs> you want all of them on your team. And did you know you can't? <laughs> you can't have all of them. So we had to narrow it down to definitely just six choices. <laughs> I did two teams. Yeah. I did one team for playing Pokemon North and one team for playing Pokemon South. Sure. So Pokemon South would probably be my first playthrough because I just want to start in the snowy area and that's so interesting and appealing. Yeah. To me. You want to get those, yeah. those ice types. Because here's the thing about the ice types. We've talked a lot about type balance. And I am one of those people who wants yeah. to maintain a type balance to the best of my ability. Yeah. So I tried not to have type overlaps. I failed, but... <laughs> But I did limit myself to only one ice type of team. Okay, we've got Incinitor. And we've got Lagomogle. Pixahedragon. Sure. Gladant. Mm -hmm. and Zatu. Yeah. And Snipiper. Okay. So I do have two steel types on there, both Incinitor and Gladant. The part that really made it tricky for me is that I always want to have a starter on my team. Yeah. But that makes it hard because I also really like several of the dual type Pokemon that are two of the starter types. Yeah. And I really like Gladant, is the thing. Like, yeah. of that line, Pupspur, obviously adorable. Yeah, Pupspur, great. I think it's just so sleek and elegant and simple. It just 
Mm-hmm. It's got a sword on its face. Did you know I, yeah. that it's got a sword on its face I and did. that's really cool? I did know that. It's really cool. Yeah. 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 Incinator is a dumb baby. Yeah. Like Mike said, Carflare is an adorable dumb baby. Yeah. It spooks himself with his own flames. Yeah. And then when it evolves into flammable, it makes itself angry with its own flames because <laughs> it gets angry at the sight of red. And then it evolves, and then Incinitor is actually a bit more intelligent and like thoughtful because it's the Minotaur and it's got Labyrinth. Lagomogul. That's your boy. It is my boy. I love Lagomogul. It's, <laughs> it's, a, it's a skiing Arctic hare with the big long feet. Yeah. And it's also a little bunny ball. Yeah. Hair ball. Yeah. Uh, and like you could definitely get that early, so that could be one of my first Pokemon on my team. Mm-hmm. And Snipeiper is so cute and beep, beep, beeper, beeper. You got any thoughts about my team though? I like it. <laughs> yeah? I feel like there's one that surprised me a little bit. Incinator, Lagomogul, Pixahedragon, Gladant, Zatu, Snipeiper. Mm, Zatu. Yeah? Yeah, that's a cool pick. Partly got picked just for tight balance sake. Because sure. it just fills in that gaps for me really well. Yeah. But also, it was the first Pokemon concept either of us had for this game. Yeah, long yeah. before we started doing it. And we both had it. Yeah. You said you had two teams. Oh, of course. Would you like to share your other team with us? Because mm, then I'm playing Pokemon North after that. I did make sure to choose the starters that would have the best type advantage early on. Mm. So I've got my car flare from when I face the ice type gym. And when I face that ground type gym well you need either a grass or a water type but I went with unicorn because how could I not choose a rhino right I love puddlefish as well but I had I'm wearing a rhino shirt right now you are wearing a rhino shirt I love rhinos they're my favorite animal yeah they're precious and wonderful they're battle unicorns which is what this t-shirt says yeah pine is a little pine cone I know it's very good it's a little pine cone a unicorn Glaciaber mm. although with a slash for Gogo because Gogo is so close yeah that would be my third choice but yeah it's also furious but I love Gogo as well but I had to go with Glaciaber Glaciaber is just the embodiment of awesome yeah you know Slammon it's probably my favourite design of I'm, all of them I'm very attached to Slammon personally Fruibat I love Fruibat yeah it's very bad oh play mum yeah <laughs> and Bumblebuzz aww <laughs> yeah. I mean it's just fun to say it is <laughs> One of the Pokemon I most regret not getting on the team is Sunflara. Mm. Sunflara is so good. Yeah. But my starters are Incinitor and Unicorn. Yeah. And so like, it's just I had a type overlap with Gladant, but you want to minimize it. Yeah. Yeah. And it really hurts not to have that. <laughs> like I don't know, maybe I could have had that instead of Zatu or something. But so those are my teams that I will use on my first playthroughs for each of Pokemon South and Pokemon North. Nice. Okay, Alex, what's your party? So I've put together a team, and I have my actual Elite Four team, mm-hmm. but I also have a longer list because <laughs> the way that I play. Pokemon Pokemon games is that as I go through the region, my team is changing up constantly until I find those Pokemon that become permanent. I started as Unicone. Yeah. I was very closely torn towards Puddlefish. Puddlefish. Yeah. But I like all of the stages of Unicone, and I only really like the first stage of Puddlefish. <laughs> Oplamum, mm. Woofrost, <laughs> Maramorb, mm-hmm. Bumblebuzz, yeah. Slammon. Yeah, of course. Pupspur is specifically too gladdened. Mm. Glaciaber, because I usually use a my fossil. my fossil Pokemon. And it would start out as a little kitten. Yeah, it would, yeah. Cryptor, Dunspin. <laughs> 
Gigantry, Berserker, and then Go-Goat. My actual team. Your my, final team. My final team, well-balanced. The one that will be in the Hall of Fame. Yeah, the Hall of Fame team. Unicone, Oplaymum, Bumblebuzz, Berserker, Slammin, and Cryptor. Hmm. There's only one that's not dual type, and it's Berserker. I'm surprised you didn't have Zatu on there. Yeah. I'm surprised you didn't go with Zatu over Gigantry. I like Gigantry. Sure. <laughs> Pupspur and Gladden, though, yeah. Pupspur and Gladden. I've noticed on your written out list here, there's a bit more information that you didn't read out. Oh. <laughs> I'm not sure how definite those are, but I was playing around with the idea of giving some of them nicknames. Nicknames. For example, my Oplaymum, I would probably nickname Trash Mom. What if it's a male? Trash Dad. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> my Bumble Buzz would have to be nicknamed Fuzzy Buzzy. <laughs> Perserker. <laughs> I have written out phonetically Blicket. <laughs> That's B-L-E-C-K-C-E-T. Yeah. Blicket. <laughs> Which is what I would nickname my Perserker. <laughs> So today, we have run through the in-game playthrough teams of many of our listeners, many of our guests who created our gym leaders, and of course ourselves. Next time will be the final episode of Season 1 of Pokemakers, Pokemon North and South, Olsea region. It's gonna be a recap. Yeah, it's uh, like the Talking Dead kind of deal. It's a <laughs> behind-the-scenes look back at yeah. what we've done. We're just gonna talk about our thoughts on the project, essentially. Yeah. We're gonna recap some basics. We're gonna talk about what we liked, what we disliked, what we might want to change moving yeah, forward. What what we've learnt, what we're going to take forward into season two. Um, all of that kind of stuff. And we'll also talk about when to expect season two. Yeah, of course. And what other stuff we got going on. But until then, thank you for listening to Pokemakers. And thank you to the Pocket Podcast Network for hosting us. You can find other cool shows on the network such as... Cool Classics. Ghoul Tank. And our new show on the network, The Tia and Rio Show. Warning, this is a spooky show and it's very much intended for the grown-ups. Yes. It's got the swearing. Yes. It's not a kid-friendly it, show. It's, it's really... It's it's not. It is a scripted show. Mm. If you like mm. Green Mountain Mysteries, it might be up yeah. your alley. Thank you to Mike Freitag for our theme music. You can find him on Twitter at Admiral Amara. And you can find us on Twitter at Pokemakers. You can also find us both individually. I'm at Codename JD. And I'm at Pichu, P-T-C-H-E-W. And don't forget to check us out on the Pocket Podcast Network Community Discord. Where you can see all the art that we've made this season and as well get updates for our next season coming up. But until next time, gotta, gotta make them all. Pocket Podcast Network. Quality programming right to your pocket. This is an ad for a Pokemon actual play podcast. But this isn't your dad's Pokemon world. This is a serious Pokemon world. We're dark. We're edgy. There's death and crime and darkness across the world. Tanner, I keep getting attacked by bird Pokemon! Tanner, my Tyro keeps getting out of his baby harness! I'm stuck in the ghost zone again! <laughs> okay, okay, fine. It's... Listen, we might be a bit darker and have more swear words than a normal Pokemon actual play, but it's still a pretty fun romp through the Pokemon world with some great friends who love each other and Pokemon. So if you want to check it out, then come on down to Pokemon Adventures in the Millennium, part of the Pokecasters Network. And you can find any episode of Pokemon Adventures in the Millennium on your podcatcher of choice. Like what you hear? Remember to leave us a rating and review. And follow us on Twitter at PKMN underscore Millennium. See you in Sinnoh!